Oh, hi there. Hello. Hey now. Hola. And ba weep grana weep mini bong. However you want to say it. Welcome to that Kev One Show. Well, party people, you know my next guest from your countless comedic scene-stealing appearances in some of your favorite shows and films, such as Up All Night, Hot in Cleveland, Key and Peele, John Benjamin Has a Van, The Circle with Tom Hanks, not the reality show unless he has some news for us, the Sarah Silverman program, Ass Backwards, Now Apocalypse from Greg Araki. We just talked to Richard Reel about that one. Um, Scout's Guide to the Apocalypse, different apocalypse, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> I can go on forever, and these are off the top of my head from memory. Um, and yeah, my grip is, was telling me earlier today that I should check out, um, me time. I want to say with Hart and Wahlberg, your honor with Brian Cranston. I mean, I'm sure I would have, but, uh, there's so many streaming options out there that it's like, uh, where's that? Where's this? Oh, he was in search party as Ashley. And I tell everyone to binge that one. Uh, cause that's just, oh my God. I always tell people it's the show, not the film, <laughs> which is probably great as well. He's animated in Q force, a very important Netflix animated series, true broke girls, the crawl show, the hilarious burning love. And if you haven't guessed his identity yet, the fact that he's Chloe 70 from the viral, the Chloe sh shorts and feathers from planet unicorn. Hey, I always got to add the Hicks. I'm, I'm an actual OG fan of that. <laughs> Give it up for, my new friend and yours, you know, you know, you love him already. When I reveal him, you already know it's morning here on the West Coast, but live from New York, it's Drew Droge. Welcome to the show. Uh, hi, how are you? <laughs> Great, fantastic. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh my God, you did some deep cuts. Oh yeah. I mean, we're still young, but you you've been at it for quite a while, and like literally, like I say, countless well, things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, I've been I've been really lucky to 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 have get I'm, I'm very smart, first of all, uh, to have gotten to like do lots of really fun comedy projects along the way, and you know some of it is on TV and a lot of it is live and on the internet and whatever. But yeah, it's been it's been fun. It's always great to get to do something that's you know in your wheelhouse and. Make people happy, you know? Yeah. I mean, you're like a genius wonder kind. You're in, like, everything. Theater. Uh, I remember seeing you in Channel 101 stuff and everything. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. You just pop up on any... You just tune through the channels if people still watch regular TV and not just streaming. But, like, you just pop up in every little thing. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm always happy to. You know? Hopefully, now that we have this strike over with, I think, yeah. we hope, um, we get back to get back to work, you know? But, yeah. Um, I thought it was 100% over because, you know, the the big big time media and everyone thinks, oh, yeah, the strike's over. Great. Yeah. And, you know, guests are returning to late night and stuff. And on my show more, we talk about more stuff I know. But, like, um, I had, um, I want to say it was screenwriter Lindsay Stenham. She uh, uh, educated us last week or two weeks ago. Last week it aired, though. <laughs> um, that uh, the strike wasn't fully over, that it was still being ratified and everything. Do you have any uh, inside information yeah, on that? Mm -hmm. So it'll, it, you know, it'll, we'll, we'll find out fairly soon. Um, we have to, yeah, I mean, I have to go over the contract and say, I do my research and see how, we have to basically approve, yeah. the, the members still have to approve the, the yeah. application. So, you know, and, and there's a lot of dissent right now, there's a lot of that stuff in the air, and I can't, I mean, to be totally honest, I don't know enough about it to, to say one way or another strongly. I just, I, you know, I really hope we can get back 
back to work, we also have to get the things that we work so hard for. So yeah, yeah. that's why I just say hopefully it will get it, it will it will get solved and we can go back to work. But you know, yeah. it's hard enough when everything's regular. It's hard enough to get work. Yeah. You know? so, yeah. Uh, it's been COVID has been like you know just one thing after another. So come on, let's. Mm, yeah, I really, I mean, I pray that we uh, really figure out the whole AI aspect. That's kind of like a scary thing because, I mean, you've done so much stuff that, like, AI could just uh, do a soundboard and sample you and, you know, <laughs> make Drew Drush stuff yeah, forever. I mean, and, like, that's not right, you know? That they do that with everybody. Mm. And it's something that, you know, you know my, my, uh, my feeling is, like, first of all, it's like we can't stop it from happening. It's just the wave of the future. It's mm -hmm. just. Hmm. be afraid of it and, and, and reject it and kind of act like it's not going to happen hmm. it is. Yeah. Um, I think what AI can't do is provide the, the chaos and the magic and the weirdness of, of the human experience so like right. yeah. it could mimic my voice it's just like I mean a friend of mine put in an um, chat GPT like write a play in the style of Drew Drovia just send it to me and it was like what a computer thinks that I sound like. And of course, it was this very homophobic oh, oh, wow. thing where every character said fabulous and dear oh. and my darling and, <laughs> yeah. and all this stuff. And I was like, well, I would never write that. Like, I, it made me laugh. Cause, and yeah. then there were references to this subject. Like, I was like, I see how the computer just was like, oh, ding, ding, ding. It's like, huh. you know, Instagram suggests the pages that you might like. And to me, it's just pure like just whore bait like it's just it's just it's wow. like, and maybe there's like yeah. one picture of like an 80s actress and then it's just like shirtless guys working out and then it's like, <laughs> probably like this you're like yeah. you're like not like i don't like that yeah but it's not really what i would curate and so i feel like <laughs> well that's comforting yeah 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 it can never be like spontaneous and that's the thing i have to remind ourselves it's like first of all i mean i should be so lucky be so like replicated on a mass scale that mm. people would care to like you know replicate me it does irritate me when i see you know like cable commercials with celebrities who are dead now who are who are saying like get this you know get spectrum or whatever it's 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 so gross oh it's, is that wait does that happen um can you remind me of that one which one I've was like mm. i've seen some campaign where they took classic scenes from movies oh, okay they, that sounds familiar they, yeah God, yeah. I mean, because mineral, uh, that's like, um, I remember that was one of my, that was one of my quote, I shouldn't call it a day job, but it was what I called it like a day job when I was living in LA. Yeah, it's like minimum wage. And so I can't imagine like being like on a set doing like extra work. And then all of a sudden you're like in Fast and the Furious or Transformers 97 years later. And like, you know, it's like, oh, and there's me in a crowd scene, but you know, you're, you're 65, but it's like, there's me running at 27, you know, from yet another robot or, you know. <laughs> like that is, Zombie tornado. That is yeah. going to be a, a very because when I did background work, which I did mm. uh, quite a bit mm. in my twenties, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like five I years ago, yeah, yeah. Thinking, like, <laughs> like five years ago when you were in your twenties, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, you're so yeah. like I said, we're frighteningly young. Right. Um, <laughs> no, but like I remember thinking, like, oh, one day this is going to be replaced with. Hmm. I just was like. Technology is going to find a way to, to do this. Mm. And right now, it hasn't gotten away. I, I think right now, 
right now it's more expensive actually to paint in individual people than it is to actually hire extras, which is to tell you how terrible human beings are treated in the workforce nowadays. But, you know, I, I think there's lots of concerns uh, about all of that, but I also, you know, I, I, I wonder if, you know, we're splitting hairs and like, you know, and uh, I don't know. I, I, I kind of feel like, I don't know. That's a, I, I think it's a very scary time right now. Yeah, it's just frustrating, scary. And yeah, and it's, I almost feel like, yeah, I feel like tech people might not even fully understand because how fast it's moving and everything. I remember um, I was at the beach watching when Netflix dropped <laughs> um, the Black Mirror with the uh, – did you watch that with um, Salma Hayek where she was an AI avatar and they used her likeness? That's It's a fun one. It's um, Annie Murphy from you know Schitt's Creek is in it and uh – -huh. I'm trying to remember because I saw it so well, well when I was new, but it was like she was playing, you know, an actress, and then all of a sudden, like she's watching Netflix with a friend, and um, it's Salma Hayek playing her, and it's like, what? This is this is my life. This happened yesterday, and it's like literally like picture in picture with what happened to her, and she's almost catching up with it, and she signed her likeness in a terms and conditions thing, and Salma Hayek also did the same, and then so Salma, anyway, it's just like a crazy, but it was like literally like a month later, it almost seemed possible, very possible, not just. You know, in the near future, like I was like, oh my gosh! Then we we're striking stuff very related to it. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's something that I don't think anybody fully knows, but I do feel like the reason that I got into this business and what I really love about human beings and watching them is that they're they're impossible to really recreate the like I like I said the, the chaos and the magic of, of humanity. You know, they can they can make it seem like that, but it's also, you know, I think Hollywood, for the beginning of time, since Hollywood's been a, a, a money-making business, they they just completely pillage whatever is making money, and they ruin it. Like, they just, they before we even knew, like, algorithms or all that, they were just like, oh, people love musicals, we're going to make ten, or people love sword and sandal movies, we're going to make a million of those, you know, and... Mm. They just exhaust the field. That's just the nature of the business as it has it's always been. You know, that like they kind of try to think like, oh, this is popular and this is popular, so let's put them in a movie together and then we'll figure out what it is. And the truly great things come from uh, much more inspired sources and, and, and someone saying, I have this amazing idea or whatever happens, lightning in a bottle or whatever, which is what will still happen. I think it's just reinterpreted it in different ways. Um, and like I said, I think we have to be cautious, but we can't be paralyzed with fear about the future because, like, it's just sort of like, well, we just have to find a way to make this technology work for us. Um, mm -hmm. But, yeah, there's, you know, so who knows? Yeah, we you, shall see. You bring up a great point, and you're one of the first guests, maybe the first guest to bring up uh, maybe possible benefits to AI. What, so in your mind, what are some of the, the great ways we can use that tool? Um, I, I think there's, I mean, there's, there's lots of great ways to, I mean, I think like in our, in our business, mm -hmm. you know, we can use AI to write our bios for us to, um, you know, uh, help us with our, our websites to, you know, uh, it, it will be easier to like touch up photography. It will be easier in editing, and, uh, you know, with, in a lot of ways, you know, I, I think, um, there's also just great ways of just having like access to information so quickly, you know, that we already do have our, at our fingertips. Um, 
you know, I mean, I, I'm not necessarily like, yay, pro-AI is the yeah. sort of like, no, no, yeah. we have to I find mean. a way to to use that, you know, to use that. But I, I, I think we're completely um, naive to think that the executives haven't already tried to put, like, writing scripts in ChatGPT. Like, they're, they're already trying to, like, get rid of writers. But if you read something written in ChatGPT, it's ridiculous. And mm. yes, it'll get better, but it'll never be what a great writer could come up with. It yeah. will never be that, right? Because mm-hmm. that's, that, that's, a, that's what I, I just think that we have to remember, like not, not count ourselves out so much mm-hmm. that, you know, from the beginning of time, cave people gotten, have gotten together and, mm-hmm. you know, told stories. That's, that's, that's a human need is to have other human beings, you know, recreate stories and feel emotions so that we can feel things like teach lessons and all that. Like it's, it's a very like, it's a very primal thing that we do that has existed since the beginning of man. So mm-hmm. as long as we're here, I mean, hey, AI might wipe all of us out and then, all right, bye. But as mm-hmm. long as we're on this earth, I think we will have a need for human beings to um, be artists, like, you know, whether that's on camera or behind the camera or, you know, as, as writers and, you know, creators and everything. So, mm-hmm. you know. No, yeah, yeah, it's... Like you said, the cave drawings, the, the stuff on the wall, everyone, yeah, the stories have always been the most important thing to help, help us move on, really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is it je ne sais quoi? You can't, you can't, yeah, you can't, like, uh, replicate, like, a really unique, one-of-a-kind artist. Yeah. 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 You know, and I, I think it's like when you see people do impressions of someone, and they're just kind of recreating what that person's already done, it's sort of like... Yeah, you're a good mimic, mm-hmm. but you're not that person. You know, like I could be like, I'm really impressed that you really studied that person and everything that they did, but you don't have that spark mm. or that, you know, like, a, you yeah. know, um, yeah. So, yeah, anyway. Huh. It kind of reminds me. I think we can also, like, you know, there's, there's also just, like, so much to where we just, like, need to be able to, like, get back. I mean, just, like, we need health insurance. <laughs> we need, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. We need, we're going to need, I mean, we need movies and TV shows. Like, next year's going to be weird. Like, it's just going to be, we're going to get to the point where, like, oh, we're either going to be watching things that have been on the shelves since 2015 or watch really thrown together things or just be like, oh, you know. The second half of 2024 doesn't have anything coming out because nothing's been made. Yeah, so, I, I don't want to bash any particular um, like reality shows, but I was watching a reality show last night, a certain dating show, but like I was falling into slumber to it, and I was like, and, I was, and then I, I, it was skipping episodes, you know, because it just kept playing, and then I was like, ah, this is just horrible. <laughs> like, it is, yeah, it's just, yeah, I don't want to settle, you know what I mean? And it's just like, it's funny how a lot of people who like aren't respecting the strike or so much were like, oh, let's watch something else. They're overpaid and everything. It's like, well, you guys are really going to run out of stuff. This this stuff has been made a year and a half ago or multi- so long ago. Right. A lot of people just don't really well, realize that. People realize, like, I hope they, that we were able to shine a light on the fact that like most actors are not paid insanely like, at all. Like, yeah. I mean, eighty-seven percent of our of our union actors did not make twenty-six thousand dollars last year. Oh my god! Not, yeah, I didn't know that number, but yeah, money. yeah. So there were thirteen percent of us that, that qualified for health insurance, and that was people who made twenty-six thousand dollars a year as you know, as on acting jobs. So 
yeah, I mean, we are job to job, most of us that, that, that work, and most of us also, you know, my situation, I write, I teach, I do other things, like, because, you know, and, and I prefer that, so I'm not panicking every time I go in for an acting job, so I'm not mm. like, like, I have to have this, I'm not going to eat, mm. but, you know, yeah, like, you have to be able to do other things uh, in order to make it work, so I'm, I'm hoping that perception is like, oh, Hollywood elite, and they're all, you know, bajillionaires living out in yeah. like, no, no, most of us aren't even, like, hundred thousand dares. So mm -hmm. just, you know, <laughs> yeah, I know an actor. Um, I'm not, I, won't, I mean, uh, cause I don't, he's posted about, it, but I don't think he's. I'm not gonna say his name, but he, uh, well, pretty well known actor uh, on hit Netflix series and such. But he's like delivering uh, packages and stuff during the strike because, yeah. like, it's just yeah. yeah, it's like life, guys. You know. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think that's it too, and I think that. Mm -hmm. You know, we realized also during pandemic, and we all had to be like, we all have to. There's no shame in any in any work and in any job, and there's pride in every in every job, and it's like mm -hmm. you have to, or if you just want to. I mean, I know lots of actors who still keep their, you know, couple nights a week bartending job because they enjoy the extra money. They mm -hmm. they like to be busy. It's just that less, and you know, there are lots of reasons why people you know work multiple jobs, and it's nobody's business. And just because you recognize someone from TV. I hope people realize, like, you realize they're not paid a lot to be on TV. And mm -hmm. on streaming, they're not getting residuals. So. Yeah, that not, was like, so shocking that. to me. Um, when you find out that, like, so, like I mean, like, Aaron Paul and Brian not. Cranston should be rich from Breaking yeah. Bad alone. Kind of like Seinfeld money, you know, from reruns and such. But no, it's like pennies on the dollar. And it's like some people have these streaming services just for, like, like Cobra Kai or Breaking Bad or, you know, whatever, uh, Office right. or Seinfeld. But they're not getting the respect for that. They're not getting the the you know proper money for that. It's just insane. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'd say evil, but yeah. Ugh, man. Well, maybe that's one of the reasons you went back to a uh, theater. I mean, you probably much never stopped, really. But with the uh, yeah, Titanic, marvelous reviews for that. <laughs> oh, Titanic! I'm so jealous of not being able to see that because I'm on the West Coast. You're a Titanic send up? I might be yeah, saying it wrong. Yes, I'm, I'm, uh, oh. I'm doing it to the beginning of January. Oh. Um, it is so much fun. Um, it's a yeah, it's a parody of Titanic and uh, with all music of Celine Dion. <laughs> and um, so I am the one character that doesn't sing in the show, thank God, because I'm not a singer, but oh, the rest no. of the cast is just these incredible voices. Oh. And uh, it's been running for over two years in New York, um, it's, it just hit its year mark uh, at the theater. We're at the Daryl Roth Theater now. We just hit our year anniversary there. and um, But it was at another theater in Chelsea before that, and it's just been extended through the middle of June. Um, yeah, it's going so well. It's so fun to be in a show. It's just pure joy. Yeah. I got the call this summer to come and join you know, in August. So I've been there since August doing it, and um, mm. I need it. Like, I've really been reminded of, like, why I do what I do, and mm. the cast are just really the sweetest, dear. I mean, they're just so, so talented and so kind, and and just pace it with me as I'm, like, I, I had a week of rehearsal to learn the show, come in, and be like, mm. all right, now, yeah. So Not a lot of time, um, really, really, yeah. It's not a lot of time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so, but it's been a blast. I've had so much fun. I'm just, and I'm very grateful for 
the work and also just a chance to do this show um, that like I've always wanted to do. The last they've been they've been working on this show for about seven or eight years oh, wow. now and um, specializing it. So yeah, I'm just so grateful to finally get to be a part of it. And um, yeah, I know so I wish cool. you could see it, but yeah. hopefully it'll tour. I feel like they they talked about that and. You know, who knows? Yeah, I mean, it's getting rave reviews, and I love the brilliant marketing from, like, The Golden Bachelor to even, like, Nicole Kidman with her that theater commercial parody. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, they, they it, 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 well, I think it works on so many levels because it's a comedy show with incredible singing. I mean, we don't, the, the joke is never the music, so the songs hmm. don't change any of the words to the song, yeah. and they fit incredibly, weirdly well. Um, to what's happening in the, on stage to the, the, you know, and, um, but the joke is never like, oh, this is campy and like we're bad singers mm. for making fun of it. Yeah. It, it is, we have, we have two alphabas from Wicked on Broadway that are oh, in the show. Yeah. Their voices are phenomenal. So people are blown away by the music and it's Titanic, which has so much lore and mm -hmm. all the drama and, you know, and it's it's ridiculous. We're making fun of a lot of the ridiculous things in the movie, mm. but also there's so much heart, and it's 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 a love letter to Celine Dion. Like it's not at all making fun of her. I mean, it it, it definitely apes her kind of cringiness and how she loves to act like she's like you know um, so adored. Uh -huh. But yeah. it's it's very much a love letter to her, and mm. um, she's not seen the show, but her people mm. have come to see the show. And I've been so encouraging. I've been like, you know, she would love this. And, you know, and she's been ill for a long time. And mm. I was just like, started to make public appearances in the last few weeks. Like, she's just started to be in a few other things. And, and it looks great. And so we're obviously, it's, it's great. And hope, hopefully she can recover and be able to perform again or at least be happy. Because, like, she's been yeah. not performing. So, like, mm. it's been... It's been very cool to be a part of that as well. The people who just like love her music come. So yeah. we have crowds from all over, and uh, and there's some people who have really don't appreciate uh, or enjoy the comedy. <laughs> like they're nice, but we're out there like, oh. oh, these people really just wanted a concert of Celine Dion music. Oh, and then okay. the next night, we'll have the raucous, crazy crowd that is screaming at everything we say. So yeah. you never really know what to expect when you go out there, but. Huh. so awesome man well one person yeah. i was able to see it was uh melissa mccarthy that made some headlines what was it like having like one of the queens of comedy if not the official yeah, currently raining she came last weekend and Ooh, okay. uh, it was so nice i mean I, I i've been lucky to have known her for a million years so oh yeah back to the groundlings theater in la so mm. i've known her back then and so um i just i was so happy to get a message that she was coming and she and her daughter were so sweet afterwards Aww. and just like talked to everybody and just was like it was so cool you know um, yeah I, I know and to have have her approval is, is, is huge and yeah she's so supportive and just like you know yeah, well deserved so, approval um, but still from her yeah oh that's awesome was her husband there yeah. or no uh, he actually came and saw it maybe a month earlier oh cool uh, yeah, it's always so, so cute when they're when they're in movies together. Maybe well, most of her movies it almost feels like a lot of them. They, they work together a lot. They yeah, have. he's great. Met, 
to they met at the Groundlings. And, oh, wow. Uh, you know, and he was one of my directors. That when I was, he was one of my directors at the Groundlings. When I was wow. And if any fans and out there, so, most of my fans are kind of theater nerds, but if any fans out there don't know, Groundlings is one of the, like, the leading, if not the leading, um, improv uh, schools like UCB we've talked about and such. So, yeah. Learning Yes Sound yeah. and all that jazz. Wow, he's one of your directors. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's lots, very lots cool. Of, yeah, for lots of, lots of um, like, a lot of comedians and uh, actors and writers have come out of that theater. And, you know, it's where I, I studied there, and it's changed my life. And I'm, I teach there now, so I love getting to be oh, part of that cool. school. And, and I go back and do shows there occasionally. And so, yeah, it's it's a good time. But, yeah, I mean, they were they were in together I and mean, i think i saw them on one of the first family shows that i ever saw when i was you know and they were in, in the sunday company back then when i saw them and you know so yeah it's it's so cool that then to see them rise together and make so much hilarious stuff oh. together and i've always been so inspired because they've really just they've you know worked really hard like a lot of a lot of people do through this hmm. yeah so see 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 mother effers out there some hollywood couples are real you know People look through Us Weekly and all that, and they're like, they're not real. No, they're not together. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. It's, it's really disarming. I mean, it's weird. It's such a strange. I guess, you know, you're in this, sometimes there are people who are like, oh, this is completely a strange situation. I'm like, celebrity, I don't understand. And then there are other people that are wildly famous, and you're like, oh, yeah, they're just like hanging out with their kids and their dog, and they're just normal. It's it really is like every type of person is in this business. I mean, I think it's, you know, a lot of people, you know, when they talk about fame and success and everything, I think all that just makes you, it's just, it just amplifies who you are. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't think it changes people. It might change people around you, but I think it just blows up everything. And um, for good and for bad. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I think a lot of, you know, um, so it's, it's something that's like, yeah, it's like, I don't know if you're like me, like, I remember when I was a little kid, and you're in school, and they're like, what do you want to be, and you grow up, and some people are saying astronaut, or whatever, and they don't, some people don't know, and I always knew I wanted to be an actor, before I even knew what that meant, because I was doing, like, kind of method acting while doing recess, without realizing it, and stuff, and, you know, I did plays and stuff, so I just, I just always kind of knew, so I just knew, you know, no matter how far, or what, where, where this path takes me, um, I just knew it wouldn't really change me at all, yeah, kind of like you're saying, it just amplifies who you are, yeah. So hopefully, hopefully people who are making it are in there for the right reasons and are nice people. And a lot of times, like the people that move ahead are good people. That's one of the good things about our business. Typically, typically, you know, you know, know, there's no formula. And that's the Mm. thing that's frustrating about it and why why it keeps everyone playing the lottery every day. So like uh, any day something can happen and Mm -hmm. change, Yeah, you know, but for people like who have to just go job to job and build Mm. a career, like I think about like. I'm 46 and I've been in LA doing since I was 22, you know, mm. and so over half my life I've been mm. pursuing this and building and doing things. And, you know, it's like to have some people, I, I saw some people around me blow up really quickly and mm. continue to be there, some of them. And then other people, it, you know, it, it, it comes and goes. Other, there's no formula. And I think the worst thing to do is to, is to think that there's a, one path to success or to try to jump on someone else's path mm-hmm. and be like, Oh, this is what worked for them. I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I started at the Groundlings because I wanted to be on Saturday Night Live and I knew that mm-hmm. a lot of people did that. And I got very close to, to getting that job. Oh, yeah. And 
you know, when I didn't, it was a great thing for me. Like, I, I think I have to look at it that way, but I yeah. don't know that it would have been the, the right fit. Oh, yeah. Everything happens like, oh, for a reason. Maybe, yeah, I, I'm a firm believer in that. You know, yeah. It sort, of, it sort of blew up my idea of, like, what I had to go to, to do next. And I, it made me really focus on me and my, and make my own projects and create my own thing. Mm-hmm. And while you're doing that, the one thing, and, I, and not that I'm a saint or that I'm always mm-hmm. the nicest person in the world, mm-hmm. but the one thing you can control along the way is 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 kindness, like your attitude. And, yeah. you know, you so you want to be somebody that people want to be around because no one's... No one's indispensable, and I get it when it's like, oh, we we got this giant star, and so they might be a monster and whatever because we're dealing with them. But the, the trade-off is we get those. I get that whole thing, but if first of all, most of us are not that, or nor I would I ever want to be that like thing that everyone's afraid of, like or whatever, and, and giant. Mm. Like I don't ever mm. want to be that famous. Like it's, it's terrifying to me, mm. but. You, you, if you're not that, you have to you have to be somebody that people want around because you're one of a hundred people that could have a job. And yeah, you're you're good at the job, but no one's so good that it's like, oh, we can't have, we have to do this with someone else. Or, like or we can't do this with anyone but so and so. So I'm just saying, like, if you're an asshole, you often don't work, and you become your own worst enemy because people go, yeah, they're great, but man, it's a lot dealing with them. Mm-hmm. And that's all you need is for one person to say that. And you can't control if people are going to say it out of you. You can only just do your thing, but you don't want that added, mm-hmm. like, thing to, like, uh, the column of why we're not going to hire you, you know? Um, and then people fall from grace. And so when you aren't that big star anymore and you come back groveling, people are like, yeah, no, you were mm-hmm. too difficult, you know? And it's very mm-hmm. hard to get back on. So I can't make someone think I'm hilarious or think I'm talented or think that I'm the, the choice for the job. I can't, I can't convince them of that. But I can, like, just try to be cool, show up on time, kind of know my stuff, mm-hmm. be pleasant to work with, be a team player. You know, like, just basic things that I think we sort of sometimes can forget. And I yeah. do think that I've learned from watching really big, influential people be that. Like, be the kindest, be the most lovely you know, and and they understand that like everyone's watching. You know, mm. and when you're when you're wonderful and cool to work with, people talk about it. When you're terrible mm-hmm. to work with, people talk about it. You know, especially when you are the the you know the name above the title. So I think a lot of people now realize like, oh, I have to, I have to put my best foot forward, um, and that's. That's really a big deal. That's a big deal to just put in that extra effort to just be cool. Like, I don't think you have to like go out of your way to be like the nicest person in the world, but hmm. just, you know, realize we're all trying to work here. We're all under a lot of stress. We're all, we all should be grateful that we have a job today. You know, just basic mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's working for you because you're showing your, your talent and you're working, working, working. So it's definitely working for you. <laughs> it's true. Lean by example. I mean, yeah, like so many things, like I mentioned. One of the the most recent films that I saw you in, it might be your most recent, maybe not, is uh, Fool's Paradise with Charlie Day. Oh, yes, of course. So great. I loved him for a while. He was like probably to me. I love him. I love those guys. Yeah. Yeah, I. Charlie's the greatest. That uh, that little piece, the 
there's like that this callback to up the movie. We we mm-hmm. did those. So Mary Elizabeth, his his wife, and Artemis mm-hmm. is like their dear friend. They the two of them and I were in this. We we've done a bunch of comedy shows together. We were oh, yeah. in a rock band for a while. Oh yeah. We were in this crazy on stage like parody of a Lifetime movie that got turned into like a really bizarro um, Adult Swim short film oh. like i think a 40 minute film what was it called oh what was it called it's, like, called, mother, it's called mother may i dance with mary jane's fist oh my and <laughs> i'm checking that out tonight i love i love adult swim yeah. <laughs> oh it's so it's huh. so not okay do you know if it's on uh is it on max where a lot of adult swim stuff is maybe or i don't know hmm. i don't think it is i i, hmm. I think it's um i i think you can absolutely find it yeah. on Somewhere, YouTube I'm or... The, I'm one of the, you know, mm. search engines. Yeah, I know, because I know Adult Swim's under Max right now, last I checked, but yeah, I'll look for that for sure. It's, but yeah. Uh, it's deliciously wrong. I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah? So, we've done a lot together, and, and so when Charlie asked us to do that as their hair and makeup team, we were so excited to be a part of that. It was so much fun. That was and so great. Yeah, so frantic and everything, and the three of you there, yeah, like, oh my god, yeah. The what? <laughs> Was it all? Was it all improv? The three of you doing that? It seemed like it was. No, there was scripted mm. stuff. I remember he wrote a lot of really funny stuff for us to do and gave us scenarios. And then once we kind of laid that groundwork, we, we sort of improv on top of that, like mm. our, you know, with or not. So we kind of knew where we were going, and um, you know, and we did this thing because I remember Mary Elizabeth wildly changed her look every time. Similar like passive time, they give her different hair every time, and so we comment on that. And then Charlie wanted to be, be really mean to Artemis, and so, like, we were dismissive of Artemis. And so, you know, so we just, we, we, we played with it and that. And, um, and I love that movie. I found that movie so, just from another time period. It yeah. Like it, it, it almost it, seems it, like a, well, I wouldn't say like a talkie, but, or, you know, pre-talkie film, but kind of. I might be just speaking because he's yeah, like a mute through a lot of it. Peter but it's, Seller, it's sort of like a Peter Sellers movie. Where yeah. Like, you know, and I think Charlie does such beautiful work. And he's like a Charlie Chaplin kind of vibe to it, since it's like Panama. Yeah, I mean, most totally, of the movie. Totally. <laughs> oh, yeah. so good. Was it was it weird on set? Not weird, but was it an interesting little um, transition? Because he plays essentially a mute. The fact that he directed it and wrote it and everything, but like the fact he's got to be obviously so talkative between cut and action, and then he's just kind of pantomiming around. Was it kind of a weird vibe with that element, or no? <laughs> I don't think so. No, um, okay. I think in a way. Uh, you know, um, I've, I've worked with directors before who are also the actors in the movie, mm-hmm. and um, I find that it's really admirable to be able to, like, be, to be at all objective and be able to look into, a, like, a frame and go, oh, okay, that, we've got that, you know, and yeah. we're in it. Like, I don't know that I'd ever be able to do that, because um, I... I have to wait for the director to say they're happy before. Because when they ask me, like, do you want to do another? Are you happy? I'm like, I'm only happy if you're happy because I'll never be happy fully. If I watch it, I'll go, oh, my God, what was I doing? I can do so much better. <laughs> or I go, crazy. Calm down with your face. It's just nuts. Or whatever. But, you know, Charlie's so so great at that. And he's, he's directed enough with It's Always Sunny and everything. that he, You know, he's yeah. a really good director. And I think with that, like, he knew – with him not talking, he was really paying attention. And even though he's doing this amazing work, mm. 
he I, I think he knew when it was when it was good. He was able to like take at least one of his senses away and be able to sort of be like, okay, I mm. think we've got what we need, and then you know move on, move on from there. And um, but it was really fun because he you know he he was just like manhandle me more, like throw me around even more in that chair. <laughs> oh yeah, totally, you know maybe that was his biggest thing. So you know, um, yeah, so. Yeah, it was a good time. It's it was such a great, cute film, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everyone should check that out on uh, Hulu. I want to say it's on Hulu, right? Or, yeah. I thought that's where I saw it. <laughs> you got too, you have too many projects. You have too many projects. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love when, like, we were like, oh, we don't need physical media anymore. Everything will exist forever online. Bullshit. Yeah. There's so many movies you cannot find. And you're like, where is... And some of the, like, really kind of popular movies you're trying to, you know, you'll be like, oh, let's watch something. And, you know, um, you can't find it. So, well, yeah, it's a great point. Imagine, like, you know, you really want to see your comfort film, and it's been on whatever forever, and then all of a sudden you go there, and it's not there anymore. It's on, you know, some other one. You're like, no, what? This is, you know, yeah. He's so crazy. It's so crazy. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and like I literally like you've been in so much stuff, you've been an inspiration for me for a long time. But like um before meeting you officially today, like um and I'm so thankful for that this holiday weekend. But um in Hollywood you inspired me. I was um I wonder if it was at I don't know what comedy place it was or what theater it was. Maybe it was Groundlings, perhaps a Groundlings uh place but i was there for a hollywood audition like one of my biggest auditions at the time when i was living in hollywood for uh, operation repo and it was in this some sort of comedy theater and i was in the back about to be called out for this like fully improv audition i looked up and your headshot was there on the wall and you were really huge to me at the time for like i want to say planet unicorn probably was, was probably when that came out oh my god and it was like a, it was a really a genesis qua kind of i'm here moment so i want to thank you for oh. that it's like, oh, that's so nice. Thank you so much for telling me that. No, I wonder where the was. It was in Hollywood somewhere. Your head was on the wall. It was a headshot. A bunch of headshots were up there. And, you know, Drew Droge was on the wall. I'm like, oh. And it's kind of like, it felt like, at the time, you felt like you were one of those people that, like, it was kind of like a niche thing for me to know you and love you. You know what I mean? Kind of oh, like, so it's like, he's there. It wasn't just like someone slightly, you know, <laughs> this or that. And I was like, oh, well, you know what I mean? But yeah, I don't know if you have any I idea. Love that, you know, <laughs> I, I I have to say, like, it's very cool when people like what I do, and not to, like, I, I'm not knocking myself into this, but, like, when people mm -hmm. know who I am and what I do, like, mm -hmm. I, I feel like, oh, we like the same things, we're into the same stuff, because, mm -hmm. you know, it's still, I, I love going through the world and being unnoticed, like, I, I would, I would. Yeah, handle you, it you can grocery shop still. You can still go out and shop and stuff and not get right. bothered. Hopefully. And so <laughs> when someone stops me and says they like what, the, what I do, I'm just sort of like, oh, that's so cool because you know it's still hard to explain to my, you know, it's like to my family, or extended family, you know, when they're sort of like they're like, yeah. kind of like, like, oh, are you still out there trying to make it? And <laughs> kind of like, you know, because you you don't have that one calling card mm. credit. You know, where you kind of go, oh, yeah, I'm this character on this mm -hmm. very popular show. And so it's sort of like, oh, I just kind of pop around here and there and do kind of weird things. So and I, that may very well be my life. If I'm able to continue to do that, I, I'm very happy with that. I, I don't need to be, like, in some sort of thing. But 
So I just, it, it does, need, it needs a lot. That was mm-hmm. my life, so I do it quickly. Mm-hmm. And I think with internet stuff, and, and I think I was very grateful to be kind of in the beginning, like sort of first generation of, of internet comedians, YouTube comedians and stuff. And people are, you know, there's something when they like physically have held you in their hands. You know, and they've watched it on one on one, or they've watched it with a group of their friends, and they go, "Oh, let's watch like crazy comedy videos that we really like." Yeah. And they feel like when they they feel very connected, where you're not on a giant screen at the movies or on TV, where everyone knows, like, "Oh, that's so and so." They feel very much like, "Oh, I am connected to you," because there's a very personal thing, which I think is very cool. Because you know, a lot of stuff I tried a lot of stuff out online that didn't work. And so the stuff mm. that I've done that has worked are very cool, and people, you know, know it and go, "Oh my God, that's that thing that you know." And and now it's so long ago. I mean, you know, Planet Unicorn is almost twenty years old. Wow. And huh. so yeah, so it, you know, the people that you know will come up and be like, "Oh, I was just a kid," and now they're like fully grown. They look I'm like, "Are you like your late twenties?" <laughs> and they're like, "Now, you know, whatever." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not that you need another feather uh, in your cap, but I mean, you should maybe, how we should coin a term for another alkylate for you because like, yeah, like you're saying the people passing them all these like planet unicorn stuff around all this internet stuff you did, it was in this magic kind of moment time and that you really felt where it was, I mean, it was after YouTube, but I mean, it, YouTube was still a thing, but it was like, like channel 101 at that time, like. I mean, Jack Black was doing stuff, and he was pretty gigantic. But like the Lonely Island, I remember. I remember discovering the Boo before they were on SNL. Might have been right before it, and like you were all up in that before Drunk History was on that, and um, before I can't remember it was a Doc and Marty parody before that was Rick and Morty. All this stuff, and so you were really there, and it was kind of like when the internet was still not the redheaded stepchild, but you know what I mean. Now it's now we have TikTok and Instagram, where it's almost like you know. Back then, you could have been on some celebrity show, reality show, where they're like, you're like, where nowadays you see someone, and you're like, who's this celebrity on Celebrity Big Brother? And like, oh, they're the biggest TikTok dancer. I still don't know who it is. You know, but but they're famous, you know. You really were talent, famous-wise, skill-wise from that. So, yeah. Well, it's something that, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. I mean, I only have a career because of the internet. Like, I would go and I mean that was a really big deal stuff. yeah it was yeah but I mean I would call I would go to meetings and I would be like what's your material what's your characters what you're doing and every, I was always told that my material was too weird too mm. gay too niche mm-hmm. too whatever and, they, and there would always be this kind of condescending note of like I love it but most people won't get it oh god and yeah <laughs> and the internet proves all those people wrong and not just with me but with hundreds of people yeah. And it proves it like that like too specific and too niche is exactly what people want on the internet. They come to expect generic on network. And I would be thrilled to be on some dumb network show and mm. making all that money doing kind of whatever material. I would be thrilled to do that. But what I love about it's like if I can't have the, you know, the money in a house in the hills, I can get the cred. For getting my stuff without an editor, without anyone telling me I can't do it and how to do it, yeah. you put it out there and people respond to that. And people that don't like it just will pass over it, and it's fine. But people, there's a, there's a need for everything out there. And I yeah. think that was the beginning for people seeing that, like, oh, wow, we were wrong. But there's so many gatekeepers in Hollywood 
uh, and in New York and the whole business that, that mm. make, have made up their minds as to what's good and what mm. and what will sell and what people want. And YouTube blew all of that up, mm-hmm. you know. And and yeah, like those Lonely Island guys were doing stuff on Channel Channel One Hundred and One before they did SNL. Yeah. And SNL was smart to hire them and be like, oh yeah, like that's what we need. And they revamped that show. I mean, they really did. Oh, yeah. I mean, short, yeah, because they, they left. And then um, there's a new kind of new Lonely Island on there, I want to say, right? And they definitely wouldn't be doing what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, Please Don't Destroy. Yeah. Oh, they're called, right? yeah. They're they wouldn't. Right? They're great. Yeah. I just watched their uh, that movie with Conan, um, the Foggy Treasure one. That was great. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen it yet. I have not heard of it. Oh, game. yeah. I recommend it. it. Yeah. No cap. It's good. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah. No, I, so, I love yeah. that. And that's sort of seem like, you know, I think everyone sort of thinks, like, I've got to wait for someone to discover me and give me the, the, the keys to the kingdom. And it's like, well, there's no kingdom, no keys. Just make your work and put it out there. Yeah, isn't that funny? It, it's it, so funny. Yeah, I mean, I think Quentin Tarantino said that on, a, on an Oscar speech for probably Pulp Fiction, right? But, uh, yeah, just go out there and make your movie, you know? And, and now there's almost no excuse with technology. I mean, you can go to... You can go to Best Buy and buy a Android phone and make a movie nowadays. It's, you know, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, and, I, and I, I think it's like people will find you when you're the commodity and they're the thing. But I think it's, I don't know. I'm very grateful to be in this time period because I feel like had I been around, you know, even you know, trying to do my stuff 10, 20 years earlier, everyone had a very different set of expectations and and ceilings that they were placed on them of like yeah. what they could do that they've had to break through or not and be like well i didn't you know so yeah um, and you could take pride yeah. in the fact that you made um i don't know if i, I mean it's too too much of a thing to say but like you and not that you made the internet cool but like you were making it big as like this great like kind of a rock star actor on it before it was mainstream you know what i mean like like, like Dan Harmon, for example, might have been like, he might have been making some big Hollywood deals at the time, but I knew him just from Channel 101 for a while, and it was cool as hell, and it was great, and, you know, and he's working with Jack Black and Sarah Silverman, pretending they're flying spaceships, and I'm like, this is amazing, but he was, he was cool to me in that mo- for the longest time, because of Channel 101, that's all I knew him from, then I'm like, oh, now he has a community and such, and he might have been doing big Hollywood deals for a while before I knew it, in fact, but, uh, yeah, so you were really in it, you know, killing it, like, being like legitimately cool before uh before the internet went when the when the internet was more cool independent so to speak and now it's like mainstream you know like now we go to youtube as a main it's like oh should i go to netflix hulu or youtube people say instead of just like youtube being the thing you go to to see how to fix a sink you know or something or to watch a trailer for the dark knight for the 15th time or something you know yeah well, speaking of that, something that kind of crosses the line between mainstream and all that with the whole viral world is like you being beloved on with Unsend, like Comedy Central, your alter ego, oh, yeah. Chloe Sevigny. Oh my God, that was just. You, you probably get recognized from that a lot, I imagine, or not? I mean, it's yeah, hilarious as hell. You should be. It's really fun and doing the, the show in New York, and a lot of people who had never seen me do anything else. But the Chloe videos will come up afterwards. Be like, I love these Chloe videos. I'm so glad I'm getting to see you perform live. And and kind of what I'm doing in the show has lots of, of the Chloe thing in it as well. Um, so people, that is something that like I did on stage 
a million years ago, and it oh, bombed, yeah. and it did not work, and I tried it again, and it went well, and I never knew how it was going to go, and that really did change my life, and yeah. and all of that, and so people, you know, I'm, and, and I'm, I haven't done it in a long time, but I just, a friend of mine asked me to do a new video, uh, help to like do a thing, and I'm like, great, let's do it again, like, I'll, I'll do it, whatever it, you know, when I miss it, I kind of miss playing her, so, you know, yeah, I love it. I love that people love those because it's that is that's sort of you know my most recognized thing of our time. Okay. Well, yeah, I was wondering because there's definitely like a fire in the performance to the point it almost feels like like you're two sides of the same yeah. coin. Like, would, do you have like a real affinity for her, or were you just like um, watch her movies a lot, or what? <laughs> I have seen a lot of her. I mean, I'm a big, I'm a huge fan of any movies, and mm-hmm. so um, I do, I do think she's. Great, and she's a really good. I, I, yeah, but a lot of it just came from like me realizing I looked like her mm. and creating yeah. a character that was based on her. And I just was fascinated by the world uh, that you know. I didn't. I mean, I created this original character that's like I don't. Yeah, like a kind of a, an amplified version of her, kind of or. Yeah, and it's to me, it's like I, you know. I, I'm just fascinated about the world of somebody who lives in that space, and somebody who's like just been outside of it for so long, and just sort of like, yeah. um, and it, you know, now it has become this character who is <laughs> name dropping, like where they were going for dinner, and like who they were with, and what they were what they were wearing, and all that other stuff. But um, ultimately, like you know, I hope it's with love. Like I never want to drag hmm. her, and I, you know, I've had lots of people suggest things in her life that I should do and I'm like I'm not gonna make fun of things or real life mm. things that she's doing I'm yeah I'm okay. having a kid I'm not gonna make a video about it I just I'm like yeah that's great you had a baby you like you got married that's awesome I'm not gonna make you know I'm not gonna go there mm. um, and it's more fun for me to not make it so literal and so on yeah. those um because you know um but I, I you know when I, I made the first little videos there are a couple things in the first videos that I think are not the, the nicest things, and so I, mm. you know, I know that she's had very complicated feelings about it, and oh, when they okay. blew up, I was like, oh, I have a responsibility now to, like, not punch down, and, like, not go for obvious jokes, and, and do more, like, you know, just, yeah. just bizarre. You and know, it, and it was a different, fun. it was a different time when you made those particular videos, too, so, yeah. 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 Well, when it, you know, you just make things, and you just never think naively, like, that anyone's going to really watch this. And this got a laugh on stage in front of 100 people, so why not put it out there? But, you know, you you, know, you do realize the things. You're like, oh, there's just always better jokes you can make without, you know, like, going after somebody. Also, she's not a villain. She's, you know, she's a really cool person. She's an yeah. actor. She makes really, she does, like, really awesome things. So, like, it's mm-hmm. not like she's... You know, somebody that like we need to take down by any means. So it's yeah, it's I mean, fun for me, but my yeah, of... I've never met her or anything, but no, she's she's a great, phenomenal actress, and yeah, but it's funny. She does have a kind of a she is kind of an enigma, isn't she? She's kind of got that uh, outsider, like you said, almost not Nicolas Cage level, but kind of like uh like what's going on with her kind of the deal. Yeah, no, totally. Well, I mean, you're a Hollywood workhorse. You got these long hours. You probably got to go pretty soon for your show, but I do. I'm so fun. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm just looking at the time. I have to probably go because I've got to go down to the theater and get on the ship of dreams and do our first of two shows today. Right. 
Well, what's uh, what's like your comfort food after like long sixteen hour day, or is there anything that you have to eat when you're in L.A. and New York? Any like oh, I, I, I love Indian food. It's my favorite. Oh, okay. Mm. After a show, I love a, I love a really nice bourbon. That's just always mm. the thing. I'm like, I want my favorite Manhattan, or just like you know, from the rocks. Just it's always like my like dessert. Oh, oh who knew? Classy, fancy. And then, yeah. I imagine yeah. like a smoking I jacket, and you just pour in it, and you drink it, and you're like, yes. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. This is what I mean. Even though it completely dries out your throat, like it feels oh, like okay. it's very comforting. It feels like calm syrup and. Every doctor you go to, they're like, it's kind of one of the worst things you can do after screaming on stage to yes. dump raw <laughs> corn burden on your throat. Oh but, God. you know, hey, whatever. What you do? Oh. Well, I hope one day to work with you, my friend. You know? I know. Oh. Likewise. And where are you? You're in Seattle? Is that right? I'm in uh, Portland, Oregon. Yeah. I mean, close to Seattle. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Great. Ever been? Or? I've been to Seattle. I, I spent oh. a week there. Uh, when was that? Pre-COVID, but not that far before that. Mm. So maybe like 2017 or 2018, I want to say, mm. maybe. Something along those lines. Okay. Yeah, mm. it was great. I loved it oh. up there. You got to come to Portland sometime. <laughs> great, great food. Yeah. Great. And we, have been, we have been eating food restaurants. That's where I'd say, hey, let's meet there, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. I've got to come up. I've got when I first went to LA for acting, like, and I got and I got there, and everyone's like, "Oh, where are you from?" You know, that comes up, and I'm like, "Oh, Portland, Oregon, the best city on earth." Golly gee, you know, at the stars in my eyes, and people will be like, "Portland, Portland, where? Portland, Maine?" And I'm like, "No, Portland, Oregon." But when I was heading back here, um, everyone and they were like, "Oh, where are you going back to?" Portland, Oregon. They'd all go like, "I always wanted to go there," you know, Voodoo Donut, Portlandia. So like, I don't know, they really played up the whole tourist area of it and became like kind of a would be its city, right. so yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. No, it's known for, I mean, you know, it's known for great food and uh, hyper liberal people. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm all for it. Mm. I did a bear party up there. I did, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. For, uh, yeah. For a club called Barracuda. It was at. Is it downtown, maybe? Maybe. Oh, the Crystal Ballroom, maybe? That's a big place. Crystal Ballroom, that sounds right. That sounds correct. Okay. I believe that would be it. Yeah. Pretty cool. That's a good time. I gotta come back in some. I always got. I always gotta drop some geek stuff out. One of my favorite Masters of the Universe character, Grizzlore. So there you go. (laughs) Grizzlore is what? Oh, Grizzlore. He's like this Masters of the Universe He-Man character. (laughs) Right. I I always drop out. Oh, like a grizzly bear. Sorry. I was, yeah. Oh, great. Oh, great. <laughs> that was my geeky segue. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, awesome. Drew, yeah, we've taken enough of your time, and I'm very thankful this holiday weekend that you uh, chose to break off some time for us. <laughs> yeah, Oh, for sure. It was it, it was historic, not just for you and how many things we touched on, but uh, it's the earliest uh, that Kev one show we filmed. It's usually uh, early uh-huh. evening because <laughs> you're East Coast. If people aren't aware. Yeah. Titanic. Oh. Are tickets sold out or can people uh, still get some, do you think? They can still get tickets. Yeah. They can still get tickets online. So, yeah, oh. if they go to my Instagram, they can go to titanicmusical.com. Mm. Or they can go on my Instagram and I have it right there to get tickets. 
Oh, very cool. Any any places you want to plug before you jump off? Any uh, sites or anything or no? No, I mean New York. I mean I'm going to be doing the show until the beginning of January. So, oh. they, I mean, there's no prettier place than New York City for yeah. the holidays. So oh. December here is always beautiful. So come visit. Yeah, I can't wait to go get it. The, the time I went to New York, I'm trying to remember. I went there once, and it was during a writer's strike, not the most recent one, but it was uh, the one before that. I'm sure, just the one right before it, probably years uh-huh. ago. And so I was going to see all these shows. I'm like, oh, I was bummed. I couldn't see SNL or anything. I was, but it was beautiful. I went all over. Harlem, I think you mentioned that before we were recording. All over. I went everywhere, pretty much everywhere seemingly that a tourist knows they can go in New York. So, and yeah, gorgeous, gorgeous. Well, travel safe. Uh, make it back to the West Coast for more filming soon. And we'll definitely uh, check in in the future, bro. Sounds great. All right. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks so much for your time and break a leg tonight. Thank you. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. All right. Take care. Good night. Bye. Well, that was the busy, hilarious, and bright Drew Droge. See him soon if you're lucky enough to get tickets for Titan, Titanic, Titanic. (laughs) I think that's, yeah, Titanic. That's how you say it. In New York and on your screens everywhere. And again, countless places around the world. All right, friends. It's about that time. Listen to these brief messages and a word of wisdom after the break. This portion of that Kev One show is brought to you by Kia, the power to surprise. That Kev One show is also supported by Forsaken Remains from Gold Capone Pictures. Forsaken Remains is an ambitious post-rapture apocalypse film about those left behind and their fight for survival against creatures of opposing forces in the wake of Armageddon. Directed by award-winning filmmaker Drew Crosby, a video genius whose work I adore. However, the sorry, however the Ghoul Capone Pictures crew cannot fully realize this ambitious vision of a post-rapture apocalypse without your support. Find the team on Instagram at Forsaken Remains Film. That's at Forsaken Remains Film. And follow the link in the page bio to contribute to the ongoing Indiegogo crowdfunding campaign and claim awesome perks such as a credit in the film, stickers, t-shirts, or even a Blu-ray before the campaign ends on December 13th. Get on the ground floor. Be an independent filmmaker today. Because only together can we come face-to-face with our demons and prove that we're so much more than just Forsaken Remains. Thanks again to comedy warrior Drew Droge. Join us next week with Hollywood badass Robert Catrini. Good night. This portion of that Kev One show is supported by Bohemian Dream Gifts, made with organic and natural oils that nourish and hydrate your skin. Man, I don't know if it's the weather outside or the gym that was killing my skin because my right elbow on the... uh, it itched like the Dickens, like I've become like the lizard from Marvel Comics. Um, I think it's that machine where you put your elbow in and do the lifts, you know, for the bicep. But uh, I was itching my skin like crazy during, uh, well, I won't say who because I don't want them associated with rough skin with one of our guests <laughs> here in the near future here. <laughs> but my left, my right elbow was getting ashy and coming up, getting red and irritated. Anyway, I used some of the promotional cookie dough body oil from Bohemian Dream Gifts that they gave us. And my skin... I'm not kidding. Came back. I can vouch for that one. The cookie dough oil baby body oil. The cookie dough body oil brought my skin back to life like an Evanescence song. 
I'm not kidding. My skin is smooth and happy again. 100%. You can buy cookie dough oil on Etsy at the Bohemian Dream Gifts shop. Check out their other stuff as well, but that's one that I that I swear by now. <laughs> and as soon as my promotional one runs out, I'm going to order some myself. So go to Etsy and visit the Bohemian Dream Gifts shop today. What's better than your favorite talk show? Well, maybe homemade delicious food, cold beer, or a drink of your choosing in a comfortable atmosphere. Well, look no further than the Boulevard Tap House. For the world-famous fish and chips, seafood, all-around delicious menu with pizza, all kinds of food, wings, steak bites, anything you can imagine. We want to watch the big game or catch some live jazz. We pick the right night. Open seven days a week. Go to BoulevardTapHouse.com right now. I like to go to their Terwilliger Curve location. That's the uh, the uh, home location for their not only their fish and chips, and they knew that they always used to give me uh, um, <laughs> Caesar Caesar chicken salad and wine. Um, they kind of made jokes and made fun of me that my favorite food there now might just be the brand new. Mark Heaven. That's a margarita pizza named after me. <laughs> Don't know if they do it because I'm Italian or what, but I had it, and it is delicious and, uh, dare I say, nutritious. Anyway, friends, go on in. Have a great time. When you're there, you truly are family. No cap. Enjoy the Boulevard Tap House.